music. everybody good evening it's good to see you every time i say it's good to see you no, i always want to say see them yeah so you can say check check so we can make sure that this is going on i'm checking the sound guys okay you don't actually see them and then i say check check and you don't check okay. oh check check my bad my bad my bad okay good all right, yeah. So I always say like, "It's so good to see you," and then I want to make a joke. And she about hesitates Han. too, so she knows like it uh, happens every single time. Um, it's good to <laughs> share the word with you. It's good for you to see us today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. They see us. It's we good for you to see us today. Um, pleasure. Happy Friday. Is it Friday? No, is I, it? Is this the It's Friday. Oh, man. So I, I read a wow. meme or one of those things on the, one of those, like, pictures. Uh-huh. It's kind of, I guess it's a meme. I don't really know. And I read it and it said something like, uh, the funny thing is I write stuff on my calendar and I write lists and I still don't have no idea what's going on. What's going on in life? I still have no idea what's going on. I leave the list at home. Mary <laughs> goes, was that a list you needed that's in the bathroom? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, that's right. I, that. I left it. About that. So, good evening. Um, like, share, comment. We have a book for you. Oh, wow. I got this on a deal. Oh. I did not pay that at all. Uh, nowhere close. I didn't even pay a tenth of that. Anyway. Um, so, we have this book for you, The Power of the Imagination by Andrew Womack. Uh, he is an amazing teacher of the word. He sticks to the word. He is incredible. So, we want to get this into your hands. So, like, comment, share. Let us know where you are watching from. Sometimes I look over the um, podcast in analytics and there's like somebody who listens from Germany. Ooh. Or there's some one of you uh change your ip address to germany to hide your sin so did you see this anyway uh that's a that's a different story um that was in the news um so tonight uh, we're gonna talk to you about tips to thrive in ministry 
So again, if you're watching, if you're listening today, go ahead and like and share. Let us know where you're listening from. Um, and if you like and share, we have a book for you. You can be the winner. Um, so tips to thrive in ministry. This is not just for people who are part-time, full-time ministers. Um, if you are a volunteer in mm -hmm. any type of ministry, this will be something that can really help you out. Mm -hmm. um, we combined have probably about 30 something years of ministry. Oh, wow. Why do you have to say it like that? Under our belt. I don't know. It makes us sound like we're like really important. Oh, or I felt old. <laughs> Speak for yourself. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. As my days are, so shall my strength be. Um, my youth will be renewed like the eagles. So. Soaring. And yeah. also, never mind. I'm just Our thinking about. Our kids are playing the flute yeah, in like... the background. That's what I'm laughing about is I can hear that at eight something our kids are playing the flute at eight eight on the dot is when we started to start this and that's of course when they started the club music on the keyboard just to anyway so tips to thrive in ministry we're gonna get right into it if you have any questions we would love to take your questions because we are best on the fly so then do i need i can watch the the comments you can see them yeah i can see them Where? right oh, here okay See, um, I had commented, so I'll show the comment. Like, comment, and share mm, for that. a chance to win. Um, yeah, if you have a question about being in ministry, go ahead and let us know because, um, again, we're best on the fly, Yeah, which really means are. we'll probably say something that we sh wouldn't have typically said had we planned it. Um, so if you have a question, it's best to ask us and you'll get the dirty. You'll, you'll get the, the good and dirty. Uh, number one, a tip to thrive in ministry. You should know this, um, but hopefully this can like sink down and kind of renew you, reset you. First and foremost, focus on your walk with Jesus. Yeah. Um, one preacher that I listen to from time to time is Leonard Ravenhill. Mm -hmm. He is the bomb, like for just coming back to like a hunger for God. Yeah. Like the basics. It's almost like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And he talks about how like, uh, and this is, this is not to speak bad about anybody. This is just him from many years ago, an old, old time preacher. He talks about how like one time he was about to go on to preach and there were several preachers preaching that night and they were talking about the game, whatever football game or whatever was going to happen after church. And he was so disappointed and like actually disheartened because he was like, you guys are ministers of the gospel and you're talking about the game that's going to happen after church today. Mm. Um, and again, this is not to talk down about anybody or to make you feel bad because you are interested in football. Um, but it was just this, like it, 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 it got to me because mm -hmm. there are times uh, it reminded me of a time when I when I took Ben into the hospital when he was two months old, when he had RSV, he was having breathing problems. And there were nurses walking around and they were joking around. Uh -huh. They like walked through the door laughing and joking and like making gestures. And I remembered thinking to myself, oh my gosh, these are the people who are going to help us. Uh -huh. It's almost like I felt like because of how they carried themselves, they weren't professional. Oh. and like they didn't know how to do their job because of how they carried themselves yeah. and 
you know, that's just going in with like what Leonard had said. But another thing that he says is we are not hirelings, meaning we're not people that are just set in a place to do a job for that day. And then you go home and you're not that anymore. Um, he says, where are the preachers who are on their faces praying? Mm-hmm. Where are the people who have shut off the TV or in our day turned off their cell phones and gotten into the throne room of God? Obviously, you are in the throne room of God right now. Wherever you are, you don't have to go somewhere yeah. to be in his presence. But the idea is where are the people are who will seek, his presence? Yeah, seek the face of mm-hmm. God, delight yourself in him mm-hmm. um, and put him first for you to thrive in ministry. Mm-hmm. What is ministry all about? Well, I think that, you know, it's very easy for people to think ministry is something that is just for the church leaders. Um, that, like, just for church leaders. It's not the volunteers. It's not the ones that are doing the best ministry or the ones in nursery. Like, you think that church ministry is just for, like, the ones you think are higher up. But literally, the way that we should all be living and operating is ministry should be our everyday lives. Yeah. Uh, I was convicted. I, I have I forgot to tell you. Recently, we went to Kohl's Christmas shopping. And um, and I saved $7,000. I, I did. I, like, really. It was a lot. But anyway. Um, anyway. I was singing to Gianna. And I was, like, trying to embarrass her in the store. And I was like, you are so beautiful, blah, 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 singing to her. And she's, like, blushing and whatever. <laughs> and everybody's laughing at her in coals. And, you know, this lady comes up to me um, right after. She's crying. Right? And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Only you do? would have somebody crying and to yeah, you Oh, no, Kohl's. I can't sing, right? So she's crying. I'm like, oh, my goodness. And it just threw me off because she was crying and so she comes up to me and she goes i just want to say thank you and she grabs me by the hand and says thank you and i go "Uh (laughs) uh-huh as she's holding my hand and literally all i could do is "Uh uh-huh and she's like you singing to your daughter brought tears to my eyes this is my first christmas without my daughter oh my gosh why does this stuff happen to you and she's like sobbing like crying (laughs) and i'm literally stuff happened i don't know but this is a movie we're all on the truman show we are our lives are a crazy movie but anyway so she's holding my hand and i'm holding hers and i'm like what is your name i want to pray for you but i didn't pray at the moment I should have not said i want to pray for you and like as though insinuating when I go home tonight, you know what I mean? Like I should have took the opportunity, did ministry at that moment. Yeah, yeah. That's ministry. Right. Um, you know, that is that is ministry. She doesn't know who I am. She doesn't know that, you know, I do help out at a church. I am just this person, crazy person singing to her <laughs> daughter. But I could have done ministry at that moment. Yeah. I was so thrown off because like it was just so odd. And she's literally like, that is like, see how this... And, like, it's hard for people to touch me. And so everything about it, like, was crazy. This is ridiculous. all that to say is ministry happens every day. It can happen. So it's not only for the church leaders. It's not for the faces you see 
doing something every Sunday and every Wednesday. Exactly. It is for all of us to do. If you love Jesus, whether you met him today or you've been, you know, serving the Lord for 20 years, ministry is something we're all supposed to be doing. Yeah. And, but we have to make sure, especially because sometimes when you first come to know the Lord, you do want to right away do something for him. Mm-hmm. And that's a good heart. You, you, you want to serve God, but you do need to make sure you don't get so caught in, up in serving him that you don't work on your walk yeah. with God. Yeah. And understand ministry is an everyday thing. And it's that it should be a, like an outflow or an overflow. God bless you, Elsie. Good to see you tonight. Um, it should be an overflow and outflow of who you are in, yeah. in the private place with yeah. you and God. Mm-hmm. And there is no substitute for that. It's like, um, it's like Christmas, you know, we know it's about Jesus. Like we know, I know it's about God, mm-hmm. but like, what do we think of when we think of Christmas? Mm-hmm. We don't, o- we don't often think of, uh, because it's so special about God. When can I get alone with him? Yeah. When can I separate some time to get alone with him? You just get caught up in the busyness of things and what surrounds Christmas. The, exci- the excitement of things. Yeah. And that mm-hmm. happens That happens in ministry. Yeah. So it's everything that has to do with God, but it is not necessarily God. Mm-hmm. There, You cannot replace looking into the eyes of God and obviously you are not seeing his eyes but uh, like being face to face with him Mm -hmm. you can't replace that um just by like doing things that are around him or doing something that is related to him well I mean it's not him you know with your family if you are a parent or even just like your cousins or anybody like any relationship that you care about you know the difference of when we're around each other yeah and when we are sitting one-on-one, like, we're talking. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm expressing myself to you. I'm hearing you out. We're helping each other get That's through right. whatever the situation may be. Bad days at work, whatever it may be. You know the difference of when we've all just are sitting in the same room. And when we all sat down and, oh, I really helped my cousin get through this thing. Like, right. Oh, it's so good to see my cousin overcome that. Wow, yeah. that's you know that there is this difference. So you can be sitting in the church. You can be there. You can be helping. You can be helping. You can be serving. Mm-hmm. But you can be neglecting your own personal time with God. It's very easy to do that. It's very easy. Well, just with you Too saying... Too easy. Yeah. With you saying that, I'm thinking about how there are days that I go, did I look into Samuel's eyes? Oh, yeah. Did mm-hmm. I look into Benjamin's eyes? And I don't know why that matters to me so much because I'm not it's like, good. that's not really kind of like my personality, so to speak. Like I, I could well, really. Well, that's why you probably have to say it. I have, you, know. you have to think about it. Yeah. So, but I, I think to myself, did I look in his eyes? Did I tell him that I loved him today? Did I ask yeah. him how he was doing? And again, not that you can look into God's physical eyes, but you can be in the presence of God to the point where you go, I was... I was uh, I was face to face with God today, yeah. and that's what we need to do. Number one. Number one. How to th- how to thrive in ministry. If you have a ministry question, go ahead and uh, pop it in the comments. We'd love to hear from you. Scott said earlier that he always tries to pray at that exact moment rather than waiting because he, yeah. he you know, you you it's don't want to take the risk of forgetting. No. Which mm-hmm. we all have done at um, 
I mean, I walked away, and as I'm, like, realizing what happened, like, I'm, like, coming to, because at first I was like, this is so weird. She's crying. There's people <laughs> watching. She's holding and rubbing my hand. And as I walked away and realized what happened, um, I go to my daughter, Gianna, I want you to know, mommy should have prayed at the moment. Uh-huh. I should have prayed right away for that woman. I shouldn't have waited. I was a little thrown off guard, but, honey, we should have prayed at the moment. What's up? No, no, no. You don't need to look. Okay, everything's good. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Thank you for joining us. Number two. Thank you for joining on how us, to, Samuel. On how to thrive in ministry. All right, but Sammy. Why don't, why don't you come say so hi? So you see how tightly squeezed everything is come, right here? quick. Say hi to the people. And then number two. I can, like, make everything On how to thrive apart. in ministry. We'll tell you right here. Stay in your lane. Right in here. Lane. In here. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Okay. Go downstairs, okay? Go play. Okay, he's Bakugan, guys. Go play. Okay, so if you're watching today, we have a giveaway for you. Like, Make share, sure comment. It is the power of the imagination. How to so thrive in ministry. Number two, stay in your lane. Go ahead and give us the Bible verse for that one. There was a Bible verse for that one? Oh, the Jesus one. Have you ever done something in ministry that you knew that you shouldn't be doing? Have you ever gotten stuck in an area? No, no, no more looking. An area or an avenue of ministry that you realized this is not for me mm -hmm. and it is just not for me. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, you want me to read this? Or you do whatever you want. Well, no, I was just going to say, you know, I joke with Nicole all the time about whenever Pastor Cole, um, our pastor, announces from the pulpit, the nursery needs help, uh, the children's ministry needs help, blah, blah, blah. Like, I feel like... If I was involved, they'd need a whole lot more help. I feel like every time he says it, I go... <laughs> because I know that that's not where that's not where god wants me and that's not where i want to be like and that's I, not where you're gifted either. yeah i yeah. know at least so i help out with vbs and i'm like that is it like that that's where god has me in where when it comes to children it's vbs and but that's where it stops more than that i'm not sure if i would come out alive every sunday <laughs> or every wednesday <laughs> Um, so then I know that and you know, that's why like I will cheer on everyone who who teaches my kids in that ministry like You deserve a gold medal Every one of you you guys are the bomb the best, but I know that's not where God has me and so I have to No matter how many times I hear of the ministry have to know Okay, you pray for the ministry Lord bring people in but that people is not me <laughs> I am NOT that people at least not right now father I don't know. All right. So the verse. Just like, Lord, please. So I leave anything open to the Lord. I have yeah, learned. Absolutely. That I could say something and then God goes, let's have fun with this. Yeah. So as of right now. Hi, Robin. Good to see you tonight. Thanks for joining us. Um, so we were going to share Jesus was never empty because he always walked with God doing his will. Don't get busy doing other stuff. The uh, verse that says, um, "My f Jesus John. said, my food is to do the will of the Father. Okay. So you need to, you need to hear from God what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. Now, you don't always Fourth hear an audible voice on what you should be doing. And if you are doing nothing, you need to get busy doing something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, my food is to do the will of the Father. 
And so you need to, you know, get on with it, do something. But if you find yourself in a place, you're not, it's not a marriage. You getting involved with a ministry is not a marriage. Oh, how about that meme? Boy. How about that meme that says church is not a cult? Just because I left your church doesn't mean that we can't look at each other anymore oh, yeah. or we can't mm-hmm. say hi. It's the same thing with like a ministry. Like it's not a cult Mm-mm. and it's not a marriage. Like you didn't covenant yourself with the youth ministry. You didn't covenant yourself with greeting. You didn't covenant I yourself. I mean, if we're all doing it right, if we're all doing this right, we're all on the same like the the same mission yeah like each minute each ministry yeah. if if we're doing this right you know each ministry and i think that's probably why i do participate in vbs because if i'm on in the same mission as my church is on like wherever you need me and i feel like this is it like where you need me and i feel like this is where god wants me yeah however time it is whatever time it is okay like it's I think the where you need me is good for days and events. Yeah. But um, where God has me is where you need to be for long term. So Mm -hmm. short term, where you need me today, um, I'm I'm yours today. Uh, Like the Christmas outreach. I'm yours. Whatever you need me to do. I'll be a floater. We float. Whatever. Um, Long term, you got to be thinking, where does God have me? Is this ministry sucking life out of me? Um, or is it giving me life? Find something that you know that you're good at, that you love to do, and actually do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, set yourself up there. Stay in your lane. Stay in what you're good at. Stay at what God has called you to. And if you are in something right now that you feel like, man, this is really not a good fit for me. I feel stressed out. This is just not something that I like doing. Then what you need to do is is step back because you should be feeling fed. Well, yeah, that's what the verse that you, you wanted me to find. So at least I think this is a verse that she wants me to read. Uh, then Jesus explained, my nourishment, my nourishment comes from doing the will of God who sent me and from finishing his work. Mm. That's his nourishment. So if you don't feel like if you feel like at the end of the day, like you're not being nourished or... Um, you feel drained or you, f- and you know, being tired and drained are different things. There are times yeah. we can come back from winter retreat and feel exhausted. Like I'm done. But then we can also soak in the fact that our kids were at the altar. How yeah. awesome was that? Blah, blah, blah. There's a difference being tired and, and feeling drained. But if you're feeling something, a checking in your spirit, um, something not right, you're, you're not in the right place to be nourished. Yeah. You're not in the right place to be nourished and to be nourishing to someone else, mm-hmm. um, you you are pretty much wasting wasting your time and energy. Yeah, um, and not leaving a, a position open for the right person to step up, mm-hmm. and then somewhere else is missing out as well yeah. where you belong. Yes, if you need nourishment, maybe you're not planted where you should be planted. That's right. That's good. Mm-hmm. If you have any questions, let us know. Number three, we'll move on. Know who you are serving. This is good. So uh, I'll give like a short tidbit and then Vanessa is going to talk about this one specifically. Um, uh, Somebody that I know wrote a Facebook post just recently and it was something like along the lines of you have to understand that there is a difference between the big C church, 
meaning church with a capital C, meaning the body of Christ, and the little c church, meaning the building or organization or events and planning and all that stuff. There is a difference between the two. Um, the kingdom of God and God himself requires sacrifice, laying down your life, um, really following him, uh, you know, laying down your life, picking up your cross, denying yourself, following him. That is what the kingdom of God requires. That is what God asks of you for him. But there is a difference between the kingdom of God and people. Mm -hmm. And you have to learn as somebody, as a volunteer in ministry or somebody who is a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ or somebody who is a Christian, mm -hmm. you have to learn the difference between God and the people of God. God and people. Mm -hmm. There is a difference and you have to know how to differentiate the two to be able to thrive in ministry. Yeah. So, I, so for example, um, I think that it's very easy. Por ejemplo, for <laughs> those of you who are... Uh, she sounds so good. Espanol. And I'm actually Spanish. And I can't. I you can say, por, por ejemplo. I wouldn't even try. But, so, but for an example, um, I think it's, and I'm talking personally um, for myself, uh, made the mistake many, many times. But it's very easy, especially when you come to, first come to know the Lord and even being, you know, uh, living for the Lord for many, many years to think that, um, it's the godly thing to do is uh, do whatever would please the people around you. Um, mm -hmm. Please whoever's, you know, in church that you find yourself connecting with. Um, and like, again, I'm not, don't take it to the extreme. Like we have to love on each other and be good <laughs> to you. So don't take it to the extreme. But sometimes we take it to the extreme. Yeah. And we think that the godly thing to do is basically, you know, do whatever, you know, just be their slave, people's slaves. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's what God would want us to do, to make, to make them happy. Uh, do as they say. That's the Christian thing to do. Yeah. You know, you need me. You need this. You, yes, yes, yes. And get so far caught up in serving man that we, we end up looking back and realize that we were not serving God. Yeah. Because we, and again, it's all good heart, all good intentions, but that is like the enemy to throw you off course. If that's the way he can throw you off, that's the way he's going to throw you off. Mm -hmm. And you are technically setting your eyes now on man and giving them the attention that is due to God. Yeah. And so um, that that is the example serving man rather than serving god and it can be very it, you can make it a very christian thing yeah very easily yeah and i've been like i'm saying for myself um you know guilty of that mm -hmm. it's so easy to do that and then look back and go wow i wasted 10 years five years whatever amount of years yeah pouring into man and again there is a there is a you know <clears throat> we should be but there, there, you have to make sure nothing is ever greater than what you offer God. Right. Nothing is ever greater or higher, or you never put people in a position that is due to God. And when, when you look back and see that, or if you notice that, then you've, you've gotten yourself off course. Yeah. God is not in the place of your life where he belongs, and you've now made people-pleasing 
And there's tons of scriptures about that. You can't please right. man and God, and God at the same time. And you will serve you. You can only serve one master. You'll hate yeah. one and love the other. Uh-huh. You despise one and and love the other. And you know it's it's right there in scripture. And yet we we make it Christian. Like we yeah. make it a Christian principle to but deny. It's so it's so clear in scripture to deny what we feel in our spirit because somebody else wants something yeah mm-hmm. i i just don't feel to do that i actually had an opportunity to have that where i i felt to not do something and i don't know why i felt not to do it but i prayed and i felt not to do it and i told the person and man it was like i A was betraying up. god yeah is what they made it seem like and i was like i don't oh oh and you know because of the pushback, I was very tempted to change my mind. Yeah. Um, but that was probably the first time. And I'm guilty of being that person that if you gave me pushback, I'll change my mind. Yeah. And and that's that's what we're what we're trying to say. You have to make sure that you never put man in that type of place. Like Jesus is isn't it in scripture where Jesus says something like I didn't even trust like don't I didn't entrust man or because I know what man can do or something like that. What is that verse? <laughs> I don't know. I killed it. It's a, he, no, he says, I entrusted myself to no man. And because he, yeah, he knows so what man do can do. So why do we make it a Christian principle to let people like... God bless you, Nida. Thanks for joining us. But we make the, make this this Christian principle, and yet there's scriptures that tell us... Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Yeah. But when, once, I, once I hit the pushback, I realized uh, I could either change my decision or listen to God. Yeah. And man, the person even brought scripture to me mm-hmm. and was like, this is a God, this is a, a God pleasing thing. Like you have to be involved. And I was like, I don't know why God told me no, but he told me no. And now I am understanding why, because I feel like maybe you're crazy, <laughs> but <laughs> I didn't say that. But uh, you, you got to listen to the Holy Spirit with those things. And you have to please God and yeah. not man. And yep. man is not God. Man no. man can fail you. Man, man can mess up. God won't mess up. So mm-hmm. listen to God. Um, that That's the next tip. If you're taking notes, uh, I don't know why you'd be taking notes. Like, uh, I'm just kidding. Because you love the Lord. Because you love the Lord. But... If you're taking notes, that's just what I always say. If you're taking notes today, I'm I'm gonna be like on the phone one day and be like, okay, yeah. If you, and if you're taking, taking notes, because you know. By the way, if you're taking what I gotta say, you need to know. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I I just want. What time are you open till? <laughs> um, listen to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. You have to learn to listen to the Holy Spirit. Listen to His leading. Um. What did I write down? Oh, 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 Lord. Church members do not equal God. Is that what yeah. you're trying to say? Yeah. Church, church does not equal God. Church people don't equal God. God is God. Mm-hmm. And then we're his servants. And sometimes mm-hmm. we mess up. You have to listen to the Holy Spirit. But listen, when I tell you this, and a, a good example is, and I don't want to like twist things the wrong way or make something sound bad or like uh, harp on somebody, but like the the um news about josh duggar oh that yeah and um his reception of child pornography Mm -hmm. um people are people and things are not always what they say they are or what they look like yeah and so somebody can talk the talk they can walk the walk Mm -hmm. everything can look 
perfect on the outside. Yeah. Um, what does the Bible say? There are wolves in sheep's clothing. Uh, what does it say? The devil disguises himself as an angel of light. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I saw an angel of light, I would be like, wow, this is wonderful. Yeah. Um, but the scripture also says if an angel preaches you to a, a gospel that is different than the one that we've preached, don't listen to them. Yeah. Um, you have to listen to the Holy Spirit. You have to listen to the inner witness of the Spirit of God. How many things could you have avoided? A whole lot. And I, like, again, you know, I'm talking from experience, you know, there's so much that you can spare yourself mm-hmm. um, if you just be obedient. And I like I understand, I understand, but you have to fight against this. I understand like these people are in front of you. Uh, these people are part of your lives. These people are in the church. These people are, you know, your neighbor or who, whatever it may be. And so it is very hard sometimes yeah. to to stand up <clears throat> and be like, no. <clears throat> no to this or no to that um or know that you know what i'm i'm putting you in a place that is higher than god yeah you know recognizing that about yourself like i'm putting you in a place that's not right for my god like for him because he told me to do something different yeah and something about you makes me want to not listen to him but do something for you or you're pressuring me yeah makes me feel like i have to just do as you say I'll see you every Sunday. I'll see you every Wednesday. Yeah. The pressure makes you cave and you will regret it. And you don't know who will hurt around you because of the decision you chose to make to say yes to man and pretty much like God, hold up. Yeah. God, hold on. Or if you're so con- so wrapped around people that you're you can't even hear God and you don't even know God's telling you to stop. But that's because you've concerned yourself so greatly with people. You will not just hurt yourself. You know, um, you will feel the distance between you and God because you now put someone in a place that belongs to God. But it will also hurt those who are around you because you are um, putting other people in a place that God needed to be in your circle. Well, let's talk about it this way because I feel like wouldn't you agree that if you absolutely knew it was the Holy Spirit speaking to you, you most likely, like 9 out of 10, would listen to him? If you absolutely knew it if was I the Holy Spirit, knew, you at least 9 out of 10 would would do what he said. I would give it an, a 9 or an 8 out of 10. I'm being honest. Yeah. So, because... But if you say say experiences in the past, how many times out of 10 when you felt something did you do what he said? Would you say? Uh, like percentage wise it's things that you remember your worst more than you remember your good i'm just asking um i don't know how about every time that you felt a check how many times out of 10 do you think that you've listened first time so in the past i think i was horrible with this i think in the last few years i am working at it where i am trying to do it every time now Mm -hmm. but in the past this is why i can come from a very grace and sensitive heart about it um I can, I know how easy it is. Like three out of 10. Yeah. Like, yeah. So what you need to know, Mm -hmm. what you need to know is that when you hear from the Holy Spirit, it doesn't always sound like what you think it's going to sound like. And a lot of the times you will question yourself and you'll be like, is that God? Is that the Holy Spirit? Um, But I want you to know 
that God speaks to us in such like a really personal way to the point where it doesn't it doesn't feel like lightning and thunder coming at yeah. us. It doesn't sound like a booming voice. Um, a lot of the times it's just this inward witness that makes you go, hmm, it's like a second thought almost. Mm-hmm. Um, there were, there's been so many times recently that I've had that like second thought experience that I just feel like it's another thought of mine. Yeah. But really it's the spirit of God. Like the, the one of the girls lost her earbud at youth convention in this, you know, 20,000 feet convention center. That was just one of the rooms. And like the spirit of God told me where it was. And I was like, oh, we should check over there. And they're like, no, she still had it when she was past that point. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay then. It's much more simpler than you think it is. God doesn't want to make it it be like this horrible second job trying to figure him out. Trying to figure out what he's saying. You know what I mean? It's much easier. We make it hard for ourselves and that's why we don't thrive like we should be thriving. Right. Um, because we we've, we've complicated it or, you know, like I like I can say, I put God to the side and put people in his place and so I wasn't thriving in the capacity that he wanted for me. What I could have been doing took me ten years to do instead of, you know, just getting on on it with God. Yeah. Because I was putting people in a place that got that um belonged to God. It is very, it is simple. We make it complicated. So uncomplicate the spirit of God and yeah. his, and listening to him. Mm-hmm. Uncomplicate it. And, and I think, I think what we should, you know, what would be good for all of us to learn, like just thinking about my past. Um, if I said, you know what? I have this weird checking and I feel like I shouldn't do that. And I came to you and I said that I need to not be afraid of how you're going to respond yeah one and two i need you need to be strong enough and go even if she's wrong i'm still love her yeah absolutely i think we all need to grow in that area as believers as sisters and brothers and you know the body um to go what if i was wrong in hearing from god yeah can i have that grace absolutely can can you show me if i go nicole i don't think that that's what god wants me like, to do I, I really don't feel like being part of the back to school do bash. you have to be would you, you know can you not be mad at me for feeling that right you know what i mean i think that we have to get to a place where we shouldn't be afraid of each other shouldn't be afraid to say no to somebody yeah and if you were wrong because you know what Hey, it happens. You know what I mean? <laughs> if if you've been wrong before, give us an emoji hand in your in the comments, please. Um, but we should love each other. There should be grace that even yeah. if we're wrong, don't hold it against me that I didn't join you in this task you had because I felt like no, I can't. I'm exhausted. I don't feel the Lord you know what I yeah. mean? Like show each other that grace. I know me in the past, I would have been afraid of what someone would have said. That's right. And I should know that if you are someone that God wants in my life, you will love me still. Yeah. And if you don't, then there's your answer. Then there's there's grace for you to pray pray that you grow and you know, move on. Because what God says needs to be greater. What God says goes. Yeah. Yeah, there's the emojis. I we we knew that you guys all have been wrong in the past, just like us. We've we've been wrong and there's grace. Thank God for Thank it. God. So number five, um tips to thrive in ministry. 
And this, I'm going to say tips on, on how to thrive as a person yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. Um, accountability. And I also want to say like, uh, uh, for instance, this is for ministry things, but like witnesses and we'll get to that. But uh, like having somebody with you mm-hmm. as often as possible. Yeah. Um, and this is if you're a business person, if you're if you're a principal, if you're a teacher, if you're a something like that, if you're in anything as a Christian, you need to have accountability. You need to know that there is nothing um, you know, the enemy is going to try to steal, kill, and destroy. Whatever way he can. And if you're holding down the fort really well in other ways, he's going to try. He, he's, you know, he's yeah. going to try to creep in somehow. You could be walking with the Lord, reading your Bible, praying every single day, da, 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 and you did one thing wrong, and that was you met with that man because he had a Bible question. Yeah. And it was you, the female, with this guy who had a bible question yeah yep and that was it and it looked great and you you're holding it down like you you pray and read and you do your, you know your thing you're holding it down you worship and love the lord with all your might and this guy was like oh my goodness like i've read this in the bible i know our teenagers have done it you know um, yeah she they start with bible studies yeah. and then all of a we're, sudden we're doing a me and her are doing a bible study over the phone who else it's just me and her. It's over the phone, though. And I go, and you don't think your souls are connecting in a way that right. shouldn't be yeah. right now? Yeah. Like, why can't she do a Bible study with this girl in youth group? Right. I know you two are not the only people in youth group. Yeah. And why can't you do a Bible study with that boy in youth group? You don't think you're creating a soul tie that maybe shouldn't be at this age at or ever at all? Yeah. But it is simple. It's easy. Just easy like that. You don't get, don't give the devil an opportunity. Yeah. Like, so make it less possible mm-hmm. for you to fall. Make it less possible for you to make a mistake mm-hmm. because you can have safeguards. Like you can put safeguards in your life. This is, that would probably be the best way to put number five, safeguards, because that applies to many different things. You can have a safeguard. Yeah. Um. I make sure that... Vanessa knows the good, the bad, and the ugly about me. Really, like she does. And we tell each other, like, Nicole, my heart ain't right. Please pray for me. Like, this hurts. And I'm thinking this stuff, stuff that I don't want anybody to know. First of all, God knows. Mm-hmm. And second of all, the Bible says that everything will be laid bare. Um, and everything that's in darkness will come to light. And I'm not, like, I'm not. S- you know, going in a corner and She's smoking bad, weed though. or something like that. that. <laughs> um, but I mean, for those of you who still are, we we <laughs> trust God's delivering power on you. Um, but I'm not doing those things. But what I want you to know is that there is a way to safeguard your heart and your walk with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is you can have an accountability partner, uh, men with men women with women yeah don't be unequally yoked don't have an accountability partner who has a drinking problem and you have a drinking partner problem and now you're going to be partners um no like we're not talking about that kind of stuff but you need to be accountable you need to be accountable to your spouse tell them the good bad and the ugly you need to be accountable to another man or woman um respectively if you're a man or a woman uh in who is a 
true solid believer, somebody who's going to pick you up. Um, I know several times I, I'll tell Vanessa something that's going on and she'll just be like, pick yourself up, get up. You're not going to stay there. Um, there are, there are times that we rub each other's backs and there's times that we kick each other in the butt and say, get on with it. Um, and if you don't have that, it's, it will be harder for you. It's not impossible because you have God, but God but said is it's better than one. Yeah. And it's scriptural, you know, if it's not one good falls, for man to be alone, if one falls, who's there to pick you up? And so, I mean, it's in the Bible. Two yeah. is better than one. Putting two minds together is better than you trying to figure out your life all on your own. What is it? One can put a thousand to flight. Two can put yeah. 10,000 to flight. Um, you, your struggles and your battles that you're trying to conquer and, and see destroyed could be a one a lot sooner, a lot quicker if you're not trying to fight them all by yourself. Yeah. And I, it's understand, you know, sometimes, and we, we do this, we, we understand this mentality because we struggle with this sometimes as far as, you know, I don't want to talk about it or it's embarrassing or, you know what I mean? I don't want to show my weakness or my flaw. I get it. Like we get it. We understand that we, we are like in that, that way. So all the more I go, Nicole, what I'm thinking right now is not of God. And, you know, she could do the same thing. Or I, you know, mm-hmm. when I was struggling with anxiety, it was very bad today, Nicole. Like, whatever it may be, we still have to do it whether we like it or not. Yeah. Whether we like showing anyone our flaws or not, we still have to do it. Um, because you trying to fight the war yourself uh, will take... God, can, you could do it with the Lord. Yeah, Absolutely. But if you want to speed this up because time is short and you know you got a great plan and purpose for your life and you want to be about the father's business and stop wasting time, you know, sitting and moping or anxiety or this or that, then get another person on on guard, you know, on task with you and fight that thing together. Say, I don't want to live like this anymore. This is my goal. This is what I have in my heart according to the promise of the word of God. And I need you to keep me to it because this is how I feel right now. And I know how I feel. It's not the truth of the word of God, and I'm not going to live like this. So, help. It's going to make the enemy mad that she's not praying alone, mm-hmm. but that she has somebody else praying with her. Um, it, all it does is frustrate the enemy all the more. So, why why not find that right person, yeah. right accountability person, the right one, and and have that that relationship that very open transparent relationship fighting with you yeah and sometimes that is that person that can go there have been instances where you know nicole has to tell me don't be alone in this situation Mm -hmm. um there's been instances where nicole goes can i go with you and because it's the heat of the moment i'm like no like it's just it's happening right now just don't worry pray and then later on i go man i should have had her here Mm -hmm. um now what I do now is I go, even for the craziest things, guys, I go, Nicole, go with me. Mm-hmm. Be with me. And the things that most people wouldn't bring people in, yeah. I'll go go with me. Because I know that she is my ears, my eyes. Because if my emotions are raging and I'm out of, I'm just not there, she's more there. She can remember what needs to be remembered, mm-hmm. whatever. Even if it is, you know, I'm not doing nothing wrong, it's just keep me safe. Uh, you know, well, that's what like you should you should always um, and like not that it ever gets dirty in ministry or dealing with people, <laughs> but mean, you should Jesus you should never always, had to flip tables, you know, never. never you should always have 
somebody with you if you're you're meeting with somebody you know i'm not talking about you're confronting somebody about their very personal sin that's not what i'm talking about uh you know that that could be a one-on-one thing but there's stuff that happens and there's meetings that have to be had and there's uh he said she said is stuff that happens all the time Mm -hmm. and it's best to have witnesses it's best to have people around that that's what's called a safeguard Mm -hmm. um you know like i i'll be sure to not give it to somebody if vanessa's next to me because she'll go like stop now when you're alone with somebody you know like i'll I'll say more of what i want if i don't have somebody there with me listening Mm -hmm. Um, but if you have somebody with you, that's, it's always good. And, um, you know, some, a testimony can't be established except for with two or three witnesses. Yeah. So if that's a way to safeguard yourself, just always bring somebody with you. And honestly, I don't care if it's a man, like, I don't care if you're meeting with a man or meeting with a woman. There's all kinds of crazy stuff that can happen nowadays. Mm-hmm. Uh, like for real, yeah. just bring somebody with you, um, meet in a public place. These are really practical tips on how to make, how to thrive better in ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, be or careful. in your Christian walk. You're in Don't your walk. Don't get too caught up in the word ministry, even That's though right. ministry really, we need to all learn that ministry is just our everyday lives. It is, like I said, I should have done ministry at Coles that day. Um, <laughs> But don't get caught up in the the word ministry. We all have ministry to do. We all have to do the work of the Father. And if we want to thrive, let's save ourselves from making these, you know, poor decisions and and have the accountability partner to help you so that you can thrive. Because what happened with me is if I did something without Nicole and she was like, you know, you really should have had me there for that. I found, I realized oh, I don't want the person to feel ganged up on or like whatever it was. And I was like, or like I said, the heat of the moment, they're here. I'm just going to get it done. You know, I'm going to just do what they say. In the long run, I find so many setbacks, so many regrets. Had I had the other person there with me, it could have spared me from times of frustration, years of pain, years of heartache or whatever the situation caused. It could have say I could have thrived instead of like you know striving mm-hmm. um, i could have thrived but i was so caught up in the moment of things the drama that which really it is the drama there's never drama ever but if i had her there it could have it could have dealt with it sooner quicker and life could have gone on faster that's why if you want to thrive in anything yeah have someone with you two is better than one yeah always mm-hmm uh, in talking about that, we can move on to the next one. And sometimes you don't know the best decision to make. Um, and sometimes, you know, you just do what you feel is best. But if you're taking notes, how to thrive in ministry, and I'm going to have to explain this, but number six is let the professionals be the professionals. Let the professionals be the professionals. What do I mean by this? I'll give you an example to best help you. Um, sometimes we over-spiritualize everything Mm -hmm. and there are some, some things that are not spiritual and okay. In a sense, everything is spiritual because we are essentially a spirit having an earthly, you know, a body experience, but there are some stuff that is natural. Like there are natural things that happen. There is gravity. 
Um, if I jump, I will, you know, clash mm-hmm. down. Um, there are some natural progressions of things. And I want to give you an example of something. Um, when I was, uh, this is many years ago, I was in, you know, youth on a Wednesday night. There's, you know, some girls crying in the corner. They're crying forever long. And I'm thinking like, this is, this is youth girl drama. Mm-hmm. They're just standing there crying. And I asked them several times what's wrong and they never told me. And then the, eventually like, I'm like, we got to start. And I've got four girls who won't even come into the youth group room. They were in the hallway. Mm-hmm. Because they're crying. So I was like, you need to tell me what's up. And they said, hey, we have a friend. They were very reluctant, but they were like, we have a friend. She said that she's killing herself tonight and she's not answering our text messages now. And at that moment, obviously, like, you know, my reaction is, well, let's pray that, you know, she doesn't do this. Um, But I went... Let's call the cops and report this to them and then we'll pray. So we call the po- cops, we report it to them, and then obviously I sit, I stand there and pray. Um, contact the dad, somehow found him on Facebook um, just to let him know. And I don't know how they found, how the police found her address, but they find her address. Nobody's answering at the door. And they actually break open the window and go in and find that she had already taken a, a bottle of pills. And the, the cops said, or the, I guess the doctor said when they took her to the hospital, um, had it been much later, she would have been dead. And I could have at that moment just prayed. Yeah. But there was something that needed to be done. Mm-hmm. And there were professionals to do the doing. Yeah. I couldn't have gone. I could have gone to her house. I've done it before. I've gone to youth's houses. Mm-hmm. But when they don't answer, I don't break down the window. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I don't have the authority to. Yeah. Um, but there are people who have the authority to do certain things. Mm-hmm. And you as a volunteer in a ministry, you don't have the authority to do certain things. But certain professionals do. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're at a place where you know there's somebody who's schizophrenic and you've prayed for them and, you know, you've you've cast the devil out of them or whatever, um, and they're still being schizophrenic and threatening to kill you, you, you don't just keep praying. Mm-hmm. You call the cops. Mm-hmm. You get them a therapist. Mm-hmm. Um you have to let the professionals be the professionals. Stop trying to take on things and take care of things the way that you thought you should when there is a profession, there is a somebody who has the authority to take care of it in the way that it needs to be taken yeah. care of. Mm-hmm. Um, like that, the, the kid who was there recently, there's, there was a shooting, I think in Michigan the kid had a gun that his parents had bought him for Christmas and the school officials, like, I guess he had, you know, drawn something like, you know, shooting kids and said something like, help me, these voices won't stop or something. School officials brought the parents in and brought the kid in and said, hey, he needs help. Like, you need to, you need to get him therapy soon. Yeah. And the kid went back into his classroom and then. Life went on. Shot people. Mm-hmm. Um, the school officials should have called the police when they saw that there was a threat. Well, the school officials, and you were saying how uh, the, like the school official, officials, uh, the school should have called the police. The parents bought him a gun after 
recognizing this situation, like recognizing their son has this a problem, you know, and even if you didn't think it's a problem, it's a different thing than what most kids have. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's a something. It's obvious it's a something. But, you know, the, the parents should have done something. The school should have done something because it's not common what that kid was doing, drawing or thinking, imagining. The Bible says that we are in this world, but we're not of it. But it also says we're in this world. Mm-hmm. So there are laws that govern this world and there are laws that govern our land. And uh, like a for instance would be um, like a lot of the scandals that went on with the Catholic Church. Now the Catholic Church is a bad name because mm-hmm. so much was swept underneath the rug. And again, not to talk bad about, you know, we've got lots of brothers and sisters in Christ who are in the in the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, that kind of scandal can come to any faith. Yeah. So it's not to say anything, not to demean anybody. I'm um, sure it is in, in every faith. Oh, yeah, it is. It's probably mm-hmm. just also swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, but here we are and... Um, we have laws in this land and we need to abide by them um, to a certain extent as long as they don't, you know, go against the laws of God. Mm-hmm. And they're, we're in this world. So w- stuff like that, you have to give to the cops. Yep. You have to give to people who are dealing with the law um, because you you can't just sweep things under the rug you can't just try to deal with somebody who shows up to your house with a gun threatening to kill you mm-hmm. take take matters to the proper authorities and don't 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 just be like well it is what it is don't do that whether they want you to or not as yeah. well yeah yeah mm-hmm. you don't have to have an agreement for that kind of thing mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, we'll move on so we don't keep you guys much longer um we have two more things to say it is running a little bit long so um maybe we'll talk about the quitting thing a different day you'll always have a reason to quit but don't quit maybe we could do a whole thing on that Mm -hmm. um yeah there will always be a reason to quit yeah always um you can even you don't you don't have to but you can look for reasons to quit but they will come knocking at your door Mm -hmm. but we'll talk about that a different time uh we'll go to the last one go ahead and let us know what the oh well i'll tell you be careful who is close to you and your family so this is how to thrive in ministry when you get home at night uh you're home to your family yep Mm -hmm. have you looked around uh for instance our church in the last year do you not recognize like half of the people Uh like yeah. Like half of the people are new. Mm-hmm. In the in the next in the past three years, it's almost like a seventy percent turnover, I yeah. think, or a sixty percent turnover. Mm-hmm. The people who you are serving with or serving or leading, uh, they're not gonna be in your life forever. Mm-hmm. Your family is. Like the people in your house, your kids, they're gonna be in your life forever, God willing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, God does will it. Um, so you need to be careful who you allow to be close to you, who you allow into your heart and who you allow to be very close to your family. Now we're not talking about like who you have a heart for, who you care about. You need to care about people and have compassion on people. Mm -hmm. But we said Jesus entrusted himself to no man. Yeah. Um, there's gotta be a healthy balance 
you know, I was listening to T.D. Jakes today and he was talking about how walls are necessary. Oh, you know, some oh. people talk about how like walls as it's a bad thing. You got to let down your wall, let down your guard. You know, you got to you have too many walls. I pray that these walls come tumbling down. And and again, don't take anything to the extreme. Yeah. But, you know, he was preaching about how walls are necessary. It, it's what creates your identity. Yeah. It's it's the sh- it's what creates structure. Well, heaven has walls. Uh, yeah, that's what he said. Oh, he really? Was, yeah, <laughs> he was saying he was like, you know, there's walls and gates in heaven. So how do you feel about that? Yeah. Um, but it's what creates your identity. It's what shows you this is you. This house is this house, and that house is that house. Yeah. Your walls is what creates is is a part of the creating of your identity of who you are, and so you do have to have in some respect walls and you're you're allowed to say this is allowed here and this is not allowed here Mm -hmm. i think a lot of the times like in the church world we just have this this like unspoken rule that like because they're a christian anything goes yeah and you have to just let it because you have to turn you have to turn the other cheek you have to forgive you do yeah but that doesn't mean that you have to have them here Mm -hmm. um I talk about this often about how Saul and David embraced um, after Saul was trying to kill David. Eventually, Saul and David they embrace. Mm-hmm. And David cried when he and when he, cried. when he died when Saul died. Yeah, but they they hug, and then David goes back to the caves, but and they. Saul goes back to the palace. Mm-hmm. And you have to know for your own life and for the your own home and for your sanity, for your well-being, for your mental health, for your spiritual health, for your physical health. You have to know it is okay to say this is okay for me and this is not okay for me. This is how far you and I go. Yeah. It's okay to say that. Yeah. It's okay to not open your doors to everyone. It's okay to be very protective over your mind, your sanity, your your heart um and and if you have kids your children and their hearts and, and their, their minds heart, yes. and their thoughts and it doesn't matter you know you know it was very easy it's very easy for people to think well if they're in church oh it's safe i could send my kids there they but can there be, are wolves in sheep's clothing yeah and i mean like this is so it, when you really think about it you're like god forgive me like you told me you yeah. warned me it's in the scripture jesus said it jesus, jesus said, said it you know what i mean and you know you did this but it's also very easy to open your doors to everyone my door is open to anyone my house is your house no that's Mi casa not. Es su casa i'm gonna be the translator <laughs> and she's not the spanish one um <laughs> but you to thrive um in any way yeah if you are a new believer if you've been in the lord for 20 years to thrive if you're in ministry or not in ministry yet to thrive in any way you have to protect your mind your heart your home Mm -hmm. your children um no matter who the people are yeah have covenant ties like close ties with people when you know that that's something god has ordained god has called for yeah god has said this is it um and everyone else you love them absolutely you love them you you help when you need to help. like there are people where they've come to nicole and i they've come to mario my husband and if they needed something um you know we try our best to to be there you know groceries or whatever it may be we help them 
And these may not be people that are in our house all the time. Mm-hmm. These may not be people who we spend holidays with or people that we go to each other's birthday parties or and you know what I mean? Like there is still this this distance. But if you need me, I'll be there for you. But I know that there are only certain people where I can go. My I entrust my home to you. Yeah. My children to you. And and this is our safe place as far as the closeness you can have compassion on people, but there is a place that is only for certain people. Jesus had a place. Yeah. He had that with, with some of the disciples, you know? And he knew, he knew he was mature enough to when there was a problem, he put Peter in his place. Mm-hmm. He said, get thee behind me, Satan. When there was a problem, he knew what to do about it. He was yeah. mature enough to know what to do about it. And you can be mature enough and have the leading of the Holy Spirit to speak to the Spirit or to, you know, it's not, the devil was not inside of Peter. Mm-hmm. He was busy being inside of Judas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but Jesus was speaking to the Spirit behind the thought. And there, you know, there's times that a Spirit will influence you. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the Spirit of fear. Have you ever worried about something before? You've been influenced by you know, a thought that the enemy's trying to put in you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that happens to people. And you have to be mature enough to be able to speak to that. And we all have to be okay with it. Yeah. Like, we all have to understand. I got to... No. Don't... Like, we were just talking the other day. Um, ben has some, like, you know, uh, he's had croup however many times. And I have thought is is should i get him checked out in a different way and and vanessa and i were talking about it the other day and i was like you know what let's believe one more time let's believe one more time for him to get completely out of this this rut of having croup so many times um he currently has pneumonia he's coming out of it like Mm -hmm. there's no way shape like there's no doubt about it Mm -hmm. but when you're in that like Mm -hmm. that stuff you have to you have to have people who are close to you who are not gonna go, oh well, like you is is his oxygen okay? Uh, are you gonna take him to the hospital now? Is he okay? Like he's coughing. Uh, it, does he have cancer in his throat? Like you know what I mean? You have to know who should be close to you as far faith wise. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to build your have people near you who will help build you up, or who are on the same like same level. If, you know, I'll, I'll say to Nicole, if she needs me, you know, yeah, maybe let's, maybe you should take him to the doctor. But if I know that she's trying to operate on something, yeah, if she's trying to tap into some higher level with the Lord, why would I not join her? Like God will fail her? No. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like I'll, I'll, I'll suggest it. She's done it you know to me as well we'll yeah. suggest you know vanessa i think you should go see a doctor you got yeah, problems you, you got something you got right? something so she'll suggest it and then i go i just i, I want to believe god I all right i'm god. with you yeah and Let's so the god. minute you say that to me you know i messaged to i mentioned to her you know maybe benny should see an ent the minute you say well i want i want to trust god you know i want okay forget that thought then because think about it will God fail her? Like, no. what? what is it? Right. Like, will God fail her? If we're trying to go to a higher level, will God fail him? No. You need someone who's willing to go up with you. Yeah. 
and not someone who's, you know, want to have, you know, the mind of the world and God and try to like figure which one do I want today? <sighs> which wave will I be tossed yeah. about with today? I, I, I want to go higher with God. So yeah. if you're someone that's going to go higher with me, let's then let's go higher together. Those are the ties you want. Mm-hmm. If you feel like there's this drama that's always happening, if or you're pulling down, a pulling or, down and a pulling down and a pulling down. If you have if you have to do cleanup over. with your children, if you have to do cleanup with your children's hearts because mm-hmm. somebody was just around, if you have to do cleanup in your husband's heart or in your wife's heart because somebody was just around, if you have to clean up a mess every time somebody comes around, hello like Mm -hmm. let that be an indication to you this is no no Mm -hmm. and i'm not saying meaning like never talk to them never touch them never look at them no that's not what i'm saying Mm -hmm. but as far as your heart is concerned we talked about this earlier you have a heart for everyone but don't give your heart to everyone yeah have a heart have compassion for everyone love everybody and listen people aren't gonna like it they will not like it and that is a stronghold and you have to know how to break it mm-hmm. and how to ha- listen if you're doing cleanup constantly because somebody was just around they got to go mm-hmm. they can't have your heart like that if you have to do cleanup mm-hmm. you, they can't um mira porta ta bien who's this gracias naida she said my spanish is on another level Amen. healthy boundaries yeah. absolutely you spelled that perfectly see your english is on another level and my spanish is on another another level i mean have healthy boundaries it is okay to yeah. say you go this far and that is it it's okay to say you can you shall pass mm-hmm. uh it's okay to say this doesn't go this doesn't fly in my house this doesn't fly in our lives and i'm not gonna let it yeah it's okay mm-hmm. it's okay and if they love you enough and they at truly are believers, you know, in God, like they truly love the Lord, there should not be anyone hating on anybody Mm-mm. because of a choice you made, whether you were right or wrong. Like there's got to yeah. be room for that. Mm-hmm. Again, we're all, we can all make mistakes. We, we, we all are going to make a judgment or, you know, do something thinking it's the right thing and then may realize it wasn't. You have to love uh, like each other enough yeah. to be okay with that. And if you see that this person gets mad at your reaction or you're like, no, I can't do that. Or, you know what, I've had enough of that. Or, you know, you know, just thinking about throughout the years, if they loved, if they really loved the Lord and they really loved me, they should have been able to be able to handle that yeah. and see me through it. Um, and you should know that that, that is okay. Yep. Like, and if they don't work well with that, then you go, oh, then actually they may have a problem. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to put you in a place that you shouldn't be in. You you actually need to focus on your walk. You got to go back to number one. <laughs> go back go back to the beginning. Well, we love you guys. Um, thank you for joining us tonight. We'll put in the comments who wins this book. Um, and we'll either send it to you or bring it to you, depending on who you are. Um, we're going to pray for you real quick and we trust that God blesses you. Um, all right, let's pray. Thank you, Father, for every person who watched tonight. I ask that you would help them to thrive, uh, in their walk with you in life. Yeah. It's not just about being in the church building, God, but 
man, help, help them to grow, help them to, to go from glory to glory and strength to strength and victory to victory. Um, even ourselves, God, help us to grow in you, help us to walk with you better. Um, and by better, I mean, just like knowing how good you are, knowing how great you are, understanding your word, applying it to our lives. Um, and for every person who's out there tonight, who's listening, God, I ask that if, if they're discouraged in any way, shape or form because of ministry or because of something that's happened, um, if there's a decision that they need to make, God, I pray that you would empower them and show them what decision that is that they should be making. God, we love you so much. And we ask that you would just help us all help us, help us to run the race with person perseverance that you've marked out for us help us to know that this isn't a sprint this isn't like a a 10 yard dash this is a marathon that we're running and we've got to run to win we've got to do everything that it takes to endure yes and to persevere it's not just a one shot out and then we're done we we got a life to live um so god help us to set these different things in place so that you would get the glory and that you know our families wouldn't suffer in the meantime our bodies wouldn't suffer in the meantime you came that we would have life and have it more abundantly you didn't want us to suffer you took suffering so we didn't have to suffer Mm -hmm. so god we put this stuff before you help us to know what's right help us to do what's right help us to listen to your holy spirit help us to have the safeguards that we need yes Uh, help us to focus on you and you alone because you're it you're all we got and you're all we want Mm -hmm. and help us to be that for you god we love you and we praise you for tonight in jesus's name amen amen well we love you guys thank you for joining us thank you robin thank you nida god bless you guys good night it's good to see you you be blessed that was me laying hands on you (laughs) she's laying hands filled filled